Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Last 10 Minutes. Welcome back. It's a film podcast where we watch the last 10 minutes of films we've never seen and then try to work out what happens. That's what it. happens in the podcast. That's what happens in the podcast. That's true. And yeah. you can listen to the last 10 minutes of this podcast and make a podcast about the last 10 minutes of this podcast if you want. You could do because everyone makes podcasts now. Yep. Including us. Yeah. Uh, today, I, my name's Will, and I've seen in Bruges, and Sean hasn't. Never seen it. Uh, Why not? Well... Lots of people have told me to see it. I've had even like lots of Irish people have told me to see it and uh, never got round to it. And I'm glad I haven't because today we're here and I can actually say that I haven't seen a film, which is usually you. Yeah, yeah, I usually, it's usually you. Yeah, so uh, I'm really excited. Great. So, have you ever been to Bruges, Sean? Yes. Have you? Yeah. Oh, why? Yeah. Uh, I was doing uh, some uh, theatre there. Nice. And it was like the last stop. And uh, I think we did a day in Bruges, and uh, and there was no, there was no, there were no crazy gunfights. No, unfortunately. Are you sure? I think so. Did Maybe just... going on around yeah, me, yeah. I was completely unbeknownst to it. Unbeknownst. Oh. I tried to use your word, it didn't work. <laughs> no. Uh, but I had uh, lots of beer when I was there. I dined in the square. Ooh. I think there's like a main square where where that sort of church you saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Uh, it's a pretty place. I I can understand uh, why you wouldn't want to live there. It's not a particularly. I mean, if you live in Bruges, no offense. But uh, and or also if you're from amazing. There, How yeah. have you found this podcast? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, no, it's it's. I doubt it's got a lot going on apart from maybe like fates and stuff. I'd imagine they do lots of fates. Oh yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, can and the beer is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, the yeah, beer yeah. is fantastic. Very strong. You only need about three before you're drunk. Um, <laughs> Have you, did but, you try Hörze when you were out there? It's a beer spelled G-U-E-Z-E. No, I tried one that had like a little sort of uh, jester man on it. And I can't remember what oh, it was called. Oh, that's fun. But they do like strawberry beers out yeah, there. Yeah. I'm not a fan of like f- fruity beers. Well, Hörze, they... I read the guidebooks. I went to Bruges and that's actually where I first watched In Bruges. In Bruges? I watched Bruges? it in Bruges because oh. I stayed in the hostel where every week they played In Bruges. Oh, right. yeah. Is that their like theme? Uh, well, no, it just was like, well, it's Wednesday, so we'll put in Bruges on downstairs at like 10 a.m. or something. <laughs> I wonder if there are any other films set in Bruges that they could have done that with. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that one's at least called In Bruges. But I watched it in Bruges, and then we wandered around, me and my friend Steve, and looked at the places it was filmed, so it was really cool. Fantastic. But Herza is a beer that tastes like vomit. Oh. Like it, it tastes. I read this in the guidebook. I was like, "There's no way it actually tastes like vomit." Yeah. Like that's crazy. But it tastes like the exact same feeling as when you've been sick and oh. that feeling left in your mouth. Well, like that sort of acidic. Yeah, acidic and like, uh, like, bilely. Oh, right. I wouldn't recommend. Well, it, big shout out to the manufacturers of Hoiser. And uh, if you ever want, if you're a fan of chips, I would say Belgium's one of the greats. Do you know why they're so nice? Why? Because they cook them in animal fat. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it's real tasty. Yeah. And then me and my friend Steve, we wandered for ages trying to find a place that did vegetarian chips and it was closed. And then we really needed a wee and it's illegal to pee in the streets in Bruges. Um, yeah. So like we went to this bar and everyone was all smoking outside and they were like, oh, it's time to go for a piss. And then they all went and queued up into the little public outdoor urinal because no one pees in the streets. It was pretty cool, man. Outdoor urinal like like the plastic ones? No, like like I was quite drunk, but it was like stone ground oh wow anything. yeah it's like a little trough okay so there are some interesting things in bruges yeah mostly the places to defecate Piss. and we yeah yeah uh so sean <laughs> what do you know about bruges the film in bruges uh well i know that colin farrell's in it yeah i know that robbie coltrane's in it 
Um, is he? <laughs> no. Who's the other Irish guy that's in it? Robbie Coltrane isn't Irish. Oh no, he's not. Is he? I love. He's, he's um, Hagrid. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking. You think of... it's Colin Farrell and Hagrid who are in this? Film? No, but I know. I can picture his face, but I don't know what he's called. Great. Uh, We're gonna go he's with Robbie. A very Coltrane. famous actor though, and I feel bad about that. But um, I think he'll survive. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's made a lot of money. Uh, he, yeah, I know that they're in it, but I only saw Colin Farrell at the end there. Uh, I don't know much about it really, apart from the fact that it's in Bruges. Um, I, 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 I genuinely didn't know anything else about it before I watched the Nothing. last ten minutes, and I imagine it's about gangsters, right? Um, or something to do with gangsters because there's a gunfight, and they they seem very like. They've got strong morals. They like, he's like, this is how we're going to play this gunfight out. They're very respectful of the fact that they want to have fun while having a gunfight. <laughs> Do you think they want to have fun? Do you I think, think that's they, their I main th- thing? And, and also they're very, they've got strong morals about not killing civilians. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, which I don't think many gangsters have. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that on a podcast. I might get got by the gangsters. That's true. The mobby's out there. Yeah. So you've just you just put a price on your head. Oh, man. Five nice. pounds. Five, five pounds, anyone. Five pounds for Sean. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a pretty accurate, like, guesstimate. But why... why so the, the main characters are Ray and Ken, Colin and Robbie. Yeah. Uh, why are they in Bruges? Uh, what are they doing I there? would imagine some mission. Oh yeah, what's their mission? What do they do? They they're gangsters. They uh, are sort of uh, like amateur gangsters. They're not professionals. They've come here because they're just doing it for the exposure. Well, and also I think someone's been like, oh, we'll just send them to Bruges because nobody really cares about that. And like mm. maybe they wanted to do a mission in London or New York or something, and they were like, no, you go to Bruges, you do that. Uh, maybe there's an alien apocalypse or something happening, and they missed out. Uh, and they're in Bruges and uh, fighting crime that doesn't exist. Nothing <laughs> happens. They have a few chips. They they drink a few beers. They enjoy the canal. They pee in the alleyway. Yeah. So basically, Colin Colin Farrell. And then shit hits the fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and somehow Ralph Fiennes comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. Voldemort slash English patient, and uh, does a Cockney accent. Yeah. Quite well. Let's yeah. be honest, he's pretty good at it. Yeah, you went more Cockney as you said that. Yeah. Quite well. Quite well. I mean, a Cockney accent is very satisfying to do. So I think when he got that role, he was probably like, brilliant. Um, but yeah, the end was confusing. Uh, especially when it got a little bit eyes wide shut with the people with Mars. Masks. Yeah, what do you think that was about? I don't know. I th- at first I was like, oh, he's in a dream. Mm. And then I was like, oh no, they're probably just having a village fate. Because, you know, Belgian's a bit weird. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> probably just having a village fate. Everyone's dressing up as ghouls and goblins and, and uh, you know. And, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you're not, you're not doing well, but you're not doing badly. I didn't expect to do well. Do you know what? It's sort of quite difficult to work out what happened in a full film just in the last 10 minutes, isn't it? Yes, but that's the point, I think. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. So... Uh, I at the beginning I imagine a black screen. Hey, and then, yeah, yeah, uh, and then there's colours. Snow, mm-hmm. Bruges. It's pretty uh, accurate so far. And uh, a train. I don't know why I see a train. Yeah, is that exactly what happens? I'm pretty sure they arrived by I train. Could have, I could have literally. I mean, we say this every time, don't we? But 
Um, by the way, welcome back. It's been two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, hi. Yeah, yeah. Um, how have you been for two years? I'm sure you've done a lot of things. If you had kids, got married, had uh, a new, uh, lost your virginity, maybe you've even written a book. Sean's done one of those things, and yeah. you got to guess which one. <laughs> I haven't written a book. <laughs> um, but he is working on the draft, How I Lost My Virginity. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, right, Ray and Ken are the main characters yeah. in this. I'm going to give you some info, because he did all right, guessing. Ray and Ken are... Uh, Colin Farrell and Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Robbie Coltrane you didn't see in the last 10 minutes. No, but he's um, definitely in it. Cause he's, he's in the, he's, I've seen posters. Yeah, you're not wrong. He's definitely in it. Um, and then Harry comes to sort something out. So basically, they've been sent to Bruges for a reason. Um, because Ray did something. And there were a couple of clues in the end. I think he did say something about it. But what did Ray do? What did Colin Farrell's character do that ended up in them getting sent to Bruges? Oh, uh... Or as the podcast I was listening to today called it, Bruges. Bruges? Yeah, these guys, I'm not going to name the podcast because I don't want to start a beef. Uh, but I listened to a podcast to sort of, you know, get get into the zone and be like, what is all? What is in Bruges about? They watch the film. They say in Bruges loads of times. All the time they're in Bruges. The whole thing's in yeah. Bruges. It's also, in it's called Bruges. Yeah. Yeah. And they call it Bruges the whole time. Oh and it makes me want to cry. Uh, I think he probably killed someone, let's be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. oh. it's Will this time. My account settings are out of date. Oh, you need to... Shit. Do- oh, mate. Shit. Sound professional. Organise yourself. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> time uh, management. Ray killed someone. Who did Ray kill? Uh, he killed his mum. <laughs> he killed his mum? Yeah, he Why? killed his mum. Was uh, he meant to? No, it was an accident. Was Complete an accident. accident. He likes to shoot people by having someone in front of them at all times. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he shot someone he hated, and unfortunately his mum just happened to be in front of that person at the time, and his mum died too. Mm. So he got sent, banished to Bruges because he shot his mum. And then Harry comes to Bruges to kill Ray, but why does Harry come to kill Ray? Well, Harry's Ray's brother. Nice. Even so, though they have different accents, yeah, they are Harry, brothers. Yeah, well, they're long-lost brothers. Long-lost brothers. Uh, basically, Ray's mum had an affair with a cockney, from Brick Lane. Yep. Uh, and uh, he was like, you all right there? Want to have an affair? That's, that's, how you that's a great, an you know affair. it's a good chat up line, isn't yeah. it? It's an underused Want to have one. an affair? <laughs> Hasn't worked for me so far. Did you fall from heaven or would you like <laughs> to have an affair? That kind of stuff, yeah. That kind of stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. strong. You must that's be, you you must be met, the right? only person in this room because I want to have an affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you believe in love at first sight or shall we have an affair? Anyway, yeah, so she had an affair. That's why they're brothers. And he comes to sort it out because he's like, look, it's not your fault, but you do need to die for this. Okay, and then he, why does he shoot himself? Why does Harry shoot himself at the end? Uh, Because he knows that he's like, oh, if I kill my brother, I won't be able to live with myself for the rest of my life. And now I've got no mum, no brother. My dad's a nightmare. He, what, uh, so he ki- he kills his brother and then kills himself because he killed his brother. Yeah. Do you not see the failure in logic there? Not really. Oh, it's, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you've done you've done pretty poorly. We're gonna jump into some trivia now. Shall okay. We? Yeah. Jump into it. Jump right in, and then I might give away some more of the plot later. I don't know. I do what you want. I do what I want. It's I, your turn. I do really think you should watch the film because it's. Oh, I really I will. like it. I was really excited by that last 10 minutes about what happens. Yeah. Um, I mean, I knew it was a good film because it's talked about as being one of the best films. Mm. Um, but Have you seen I'm... any other Martin McDonough films? Do you no. know Martin McDonough? No. He, he, I think he or his brother wrote Seven Psychopaths. 
Oh, that's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that all you know about that film? That's all I know have about Have you seen that film? film? No. I have. <gasps> that's another one we could do. Welcome to Martin McDonough Month. So apparently I don't know many Colin Farrell films. No. I have seen Phone Box. Awful. Oh yeah, that's a bad film, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but I yeah. do like it. Uh, Colin Farrell, he's one of those actors, he's so beautiful. Mm. He's good. He's very charismatic. Yeah. There's a couple of scenes in this where he has to cry. And it's quite clear he's not crying. Yeah. But... I think he he or um, Robbie Coltrane got nominated for Golden Globes for the acting in this. So fair play. The the Martin McDonagh is amazing at writing dialogue. I don't know if you've seen any of his plays. What? Give me an example of what play. The Cripple he... of Inishman. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't seen that. Skull and Connemara. No. The Lonesome West. The Pillow Man. Is he Irish? Shippity Doodah, Dibbity Day. Yeah. That's the best one. Uh, he <laughs> was born, he's uh, Irish, but he's lived in England all his life. Oh, okay. And I think he just took a load of LSD. At what, this is probably, I'm just lying. But I think he took a load of LSD and wrote a load of plays. And some of them are brilliant. They also involve some just random racism, which is weird. Oh, okay. And this film, it's I, I really, problematic. There are problematic elements of this film. It's like, it was made in 2008. They use the, the term midget a lot, mm. which is like, and it's like, there's some... There's a bit of homophobia, and it's like, ah. yeah. but I think you can, you know, it's, it's a good film. Well, but there are weird yeah. elements that you go, oh, that doesn't. I think that's happening a lot though. Now we're watching things back, yeah. realizing, oh, the joke, you could, the jokes were different then. Yeah, it's like Friends is just like, yeah, the homophobic show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they stopped being homophobic so they could be sexist briefly. Hmm, that was funny. And Gunther's here with funny hair. Ha ha ha. You know. That's the best joke in it. Yeah. Gunther's hair. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I've gone now. We're well, just... we were talking about um, the I said writer, we... yeah, of yeah. The, the director, director and writer. Don't know. Didn't didn't research that. Oh, okay. So no idea. Uh, well, it doesn't matter really. He no. he he's he definitely wrote the script though because you said 100%. the script was really good. Yeah. Uh, the dialogue's but... amazing. I love the sort of quirky weirdness, like when they're having the shootout. He's like, "This is the shootout." Yeah. And like being like, yeah, when he was like, when stuff? she was like, "You guys are crazy." Yeah and, yeah, and she was like, "Can you not just put your guns down?" And he was like, "No, love. This is this the is the shootout." And it's like, I, I love the sort of weird self-awareness. He's very good at writing very interesting characters, uh, Martin McDonough. Mm. And also, this scene, this scene, no, this film has the best death scene in it of all films, in my oh. opinion. And I've only seen about six of them, but there's a character who dies, and it's to an Irish song. So the first question is, what Irish song is one of the main characters' deaths to? Oh. It's an uh, Irish song. Okay, well, this is going to show my ignorance, but I would say it's either um, Danny Boy, <laughs> yeah. possibly Fields of Athen Rye, <laughs> or um, one of the songs by the Dubliners. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, I think it, it was uh, it was definitely covered by the, it was sung famously by one of the Dubliners. Is it the one uh, that Luke goes? Um... I think Luke Kelly was a Dubliner. Oh God, that's shown my ignorance now. Also, I should say, we are doing a film that is Irish accents mostly. So when we get to the dialogue section, we're going to have to apologise to a lot of the world. I'll try my really hard... I really will try this time. Because normally I I butcher it. I'm really going to try... It usually goes from Scottish to Yorkshire to Liverpudlian and then back. Mm. But we'll get there. So I'm going to sing a couple of lines of the song yeah. and you're going to fill in the blanks okay. to that song. So imagine a character crawling, bloody dying. Okay. On Raglan wall of an autumn day's night I saw 
One woman on the little wall And her dark night would weaver Chicken That I might one day Go to sleep that, Lovely, I think we should redub the film with that song yeah. in it So, we're actually going to move on to some trivia I bet that's really good, that death scene I it is, it is it. like I can picture it. I, I would cry. I'd definitely cry. I remember like There's something about Irish music that emotes. Tears. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, it's amazing. But, isn't it? yeah. It's incredible. Especially yeah. that that singer is Luke Kelly, who I think made famous that song. It's actually a, I think it's a Patrick Kavanagh poem. Oh god, I'm guessing. Oh, it's a poem. It's a poem that was made to uh, put to music called oh, right. Raglan Road. I tell you really what, I amazing. want to do a big, really quick shout out to Michael Mahoney, who is also very good. Pronounce Mahoney. Sorry, Michael Mahoney, uh, who is um, who sings a lot of Irish songs. And if you ever want to talk to someone about Irish songs, he's your man. Yeah, just tweet him. Yeah, at Irish songs at Irish songs dot com hashtag Irish songs dot com. Um, so that's that's our shout out for Irish songs. Um, I would I, I would have liked it to be to the fields of Athenry. That would have been funnier. It would have been funnier, probably a little bit insensitive. Yeah, less, but... less poignant. Yeah. So we're actually, I just wanted, to, I was going to jump into trivia, and then in, before jumping in, I stopped at the edge of the pool to talk about what I thought about in Bruges, because oh. I uh, I really like it, and I realised, just hearing what you said about it, who cares? There's this weird, <laughs> there's a weird scene in the middle of it that's, um, it gets really weird at points, but I think it's really like well-paced, and it's a... Uh, it's a really interesting film because you're like, why the fuck are they in Bruges? And you slowly start learning why they're in Bruges and then you're like, oh my God, this terrible thing happened. What was the terrible thing? The mum-dum. <laughs> mum-dum. Yeah, mum-dum. Mum-dum. <laughs> um, mum-dum Gus <laughs> Fletcher. And, um, so, and you learn, and it, it's quirky, it's funny, it's really dark and the setting, the setting is really beautiful and brilliantly sort of uh, used, mm. you know? I hate it when I think I've talked about this in the podcast before, but I hate it when people say, you know, the um, the setting, like where they've set it, is actually like it becomes another character in the yeah, film. Yeah, it's on location as well, which isn't often done very much. Yeah, usually studios are used. Well, actually, not always, but yeah, I think you've just pulled that fact out of your bum. Yeah, it's come out of my butthole. Yeah. I have five buttholes, and the that, f- that was the fact. That one. was the one fat one. Um, no, but like, it's nice to see a film that uses its location mm. a lot. But I also think it's like that setting is not a character, it's the setting. Like the, the setting doesn't become a character in the film just because it's set somewhere. It's true. I, I just think people say it to sound clever and it's not It's not clever, it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah? That's what I think. Come at me, Twitter. No, please don't come at me. I, I'm a weak little man. Okay, we're going to move on to some trivia, Sean. Yeah. You ready for some trivia? I'm ready for some trivia. Number hit, one. Hit me. Okay, this is a, an obscure one. It's more a trivia about Bruges. Oh, Okay. Why are there swans in Bruges? Ooh. Something to do with the Queen. Okay. Uh, th- there is a royal family in Belgium, I believe. Oh, yeah? Or maybe not. I want to say there is, but... Uh, and um, they're, they're a royal bird. So maybe it's something to do with the fact that there's, there's a royal family in Belgium and they're a royal bird. Okay, they're a royal bird. There's a royal family in Belgium. I like it. I'm going to give you all the answers at the end. Oh, okay. How do you feel about that? Fantastic. Great. How many outfits does Colin Farrell's character wear in the film? One. The Ooh. whole time. One the whole time. Nice. What play... Oh, number three. Sorry, I haven't numbered the questions. Number question three. Poop. Uh, so there's a there's a play that was sort of a, an 
influence or had influence on this film and there are references or at least there's one reference to this play in the film what play is that i can give you a clue please do it's a harold pinter play oh is it the dumb waiter yeah <laughs> oh my gosh boom well played uh, no only because there's gangsters in that though uh it's about two gangsters trying to do waiting for a waiting for all their orders are there gangsters though they're a, t- a particular type of gangster. The mob? Think, think about what they are. They're not necessarily gangsters, but they are involved in crime. You think, Keep thinking. Okay. You, you'll get a clue as to who the people in the film are. They're gangsters, but what's their, what's their Pacific job? Hitmen. Yeah! The bonus point. Uh, you clearly have got all the other questions slightly wrong because I celebrated so much when you got the right one. <laughs> um, That's all right. How many FPM is this film? FPM? What does that mean? Fucks per minute. Oh, right. How uh, many fucks per minute? So it's 107 minutes long, this oh, film. Oh, I bet there's loads of fucks because Colin Farrell swears a lot. So you can say how many, you can tell me how many total fucks there are and how many, what the average fuck per minute is. So it's 107 <laughs> okay, minute long I film. reckon there's probably about, how long is the film? 107 minutes still. I'm going to say they say fuck overall 57 times. 57 times. Now, can you do the maths on that of how many fucks per minute that is? No, but I'm going to say like, let's say two fucks. No, three, five fucks per minute. Five fucks per minute. That's, that doesn't, that maths doesn't work. It doesn't, but let's find out whether I'm right. Great, you're not. Um, So there are... (laughs) A bunch of characters, uh, actors in this film, sorry, who were also in the Harry Potter franchise. Oh. Can you name how many actors there were in the Harry Potter franchise in this film and who they are? Well, I would say there are two. Uh, one is Robbie Coltrane <laughs> and the other is uh, Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> um, there's actually five. Can you name five? the other three? Yeah, can you name the other three? Oh, I mean, you got uh, Robbie Coltrane wrong because he's not in this film. Maggie, but... Maggie Smith. <laughs> Who does Maggie uh, Smith play in this she film? She plays um, a one of the uh, <laughs> one of the uh, goblins on the church. Okay, and uh, calling Maggie Smith a gargoyle. I think that's the driver of the canal boat is definitely. Uh, Emma, Emma Watson. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is absolutely yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> they got her in. One more. Uh, yeah, there's one more. One more. I would say uh, Ron Weasley, uh, right at the beginning of this I mean, film. Rupert Grint uh, eating cheese. Yeah, he is the cheese. Yeah, he serves raclette to everyone That's as great. they're coming into Bruges. Yeah. Well done. That's good. Thanks. Um, Ken, Robbie Coltrane's character. Mm. How many people does he kill in the film? Oh, uh, seven. Not even close. Uh, can you name those people that he kills? Yeah. Uh, Klaus. Yep. Uh, Fiona. This is just a, um, this is just Bianca, a game where Sean has to uh, improvise seven names. Uh, Judith. He's and how he- many have I got for? <laughs> He's hesitating more than you should uh, when you're just Christopher listing names. Um and Julian. One more. And uh, uh, Jenny. Yeah, none of those are right. Okay. Um, okay. There is there's a scene in this. This is the fa- final question, right? Yep. There's a scene in this where there's a little boy who's at confession. Oh. Right? 
So it's a, we're seen in a flashback. What's a boy done wrong in his life? Uh, been born into the church and ah, forced yes. to internalise his shame and tell a priest about it. Fine. So nothing is what the boy's <laughs> done wrong. Um, so he is at church in a confession and um, someone finds his uh, little card that has his list of sins on it. It's got three sins. He's probably about four, five or something. What do you think the kid's three sins oh, were that he's confessing? Uh, stealing cookies from the cookie jar. Nice. Uh, lying. Yeah. And uh, pooping on the floor. <laughs> I think you, you've just done your sins from this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I lied, but I might have... There's uh, shit all over the floor, mate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You haven't been to the toilet yet. You did pretty poorly, but they are quite difficult questions. So, yeah. do you want to know why there are why there are swans in Bruges in real? Yeah, I do genuinely. Life? So in fourteen eighty two, right? The year, not the time. Fourteen eighty two. You can't have eighty two minutes oh past two. Okay. Um, Maximilian about. from Austria, right? He is in charge of Bruges and that like Belgium and stuff, um, and he prohibits all like you said the Bel- the the Bruges-ians, um that they, they like they like fates. They do. They fucking love festivals, man. Uh, he banned them all, and the citizens revolted and started burning houses down and stuff. And eventually, they captured Maximilian and locked him away. And then they captured his head squire called Peter Langles. Langles means long neck, and they beheaded him in front of Maximilian. So Maximilian was like, "Fine, okay, I give up. You just killed my best friend." But he imposed an eternal punishment on the city of Bruges, whereby um, that uh, Peter Langles, who was murdered by them. He had a symbol of a swan. So, as a tribute to his friend, the people of Bruges had to promise that they would take care of 101 white swans. For how long, Sean? 400 years. Eternity. Oh, my God. Uh, Are you serious? And if they failed to do so, Bruges would fall in decay. Uh, That's some ancient shit. That's some ancient shit, but not in the ancient period. So, it's just some old shit, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, But, yeah, so you go to Bruges now, the swans. In the, uh, is there still? Do you think there's still 102? I don't know if there's still the same amount, but they're still keeping them alive. I guess if they die, they're like, oh, well, we're not gonna replace them. We're just gonna they keep. Wait. They, they wait. keep breeding. They keep keep breeding the swans. You know, yeah. that's the song that they sing when they're breeding the swans. <laughs> um, and in the film, Harry rings up Ken. He's like, "Is the swan still there?" Yeah, yeah, he's still there. You know, it's part of the film. So it's oh, sort okay, of okay. So there you go. You learn- of, there you go. You learned something. Yeah, I learned loads. How many outfits does Colin Farrell's character wear in the film? I said one. And you were right. Oh. I would have accepted two because there is a flashback to um, there's a flashback to him wearing a different outfit, oh. but it's a different time. So the period of time in Bruges, he wears one outfit. Um, he does remove his jacket and unbutton his shirt. He has no change of clothes. He might change his pants and socks. I can't. I can't speak He's to that. He probably changed his pants. He might shed his pants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> like you in, in on the Bruges. floor yeah. in Bruges <laughs> in Pouge stupid so stupid it's funny yeah um, so the play that's referenced is the dumb, dumb Waiter you're right which is about two hitmen waiting for orders mm. and do you remember how that play ends not really no uh, I, I saw it once um, so the implication is that I believe they that ne- no one ever comes no but they get a note or something and the implication is that one of them has to kill the other one. <gasps> is there a gunshot at the end? Yes, I think it goes dark and there's a gunshot. Ooh. I think. So, with that in mind, it's two hitmen and uh, one of them has been contracted to kill the other one is the implication. That is important to in Bruges. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, 
And the direct reference, a little, a little bit of trivia for you, is that Ken and Ray check into the hotel they're staying in under the names Cranham and Blakely. And the people who played the two hitmen in the television adaptation of Howard Pinter's The Dumbwaiter were called Kenneth Cranham and Colin Blakely. Oh, okay. So, oh, I didn't, wait. No, doesn't matter. Shut up. Shut up. I was going to... Shut the fuck up. I was going to basically Kenneth Cranham, the character's called Ken. Right. In the film. And then Colin Blakely is Ray's name. and But Colin Farrell plays Ray. So it's like, ooh, was that intentional or not? I don't know. But anyway, it's a reference. Yeah. It's an interesting I think you reference. can make it what you want. Like, interpret it as you will. I should have just moved on when I'd given you the answer, to be honest. Yeah. How many fucks per minute that. is this film? Oh, yeah, I said 57 or something. Yeah. The word fuck and its derivatives are said 126 times in this 107-minute wow. film. An average of 1.18 fucks per minute. Wow. Yeah. So I think we should... Oh, there's a siren. I think we should start doing um, FPM of every film. Yeah, yeah. I think this one will win quite a lot of films. South Park. South Park. That might win. That's not a film, though, is it? Yeah, oh, it's South Park longer film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. How many Harry Potter car- actors? There are five actors who are also in the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah. Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Who plays Lord Voldemort. Mm. Robbie Coltrane. Mm. Which is funny because you said Robbie Coltrane. It's Brendan Gleeson who oh, you're thinking of. Oh, yes. Yeah, the Irish Robbie Brendan Coltrane. Brendan Gleeson's also in Harry Potter. He is, and he plays Alastair Mad Eye Moody. Oh, he's, yeah, he's great. And Clemence Posey. Do you know who she plays in Harry Potter? Is she the hotel woman? No, she is the woman who's crying. You saw her briefly crying at the uh, ambulance. Uh, Blonde hair. No, I don't. Fleur Delacour. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. And Kieran Hines, who is uncredited in this film, plays, I think, he plays Aberforth Dumbledore. And finally, Colin Farrell plays Percival Graves. When? Good question. Don't know. He's definitely in the Fantastic Beasts series. I think he briefly appears uh, in the films. Right. Yeah. How many people does Ken kill? I said seven. seven. Uh, you are wrong by six. He kills one person on screen. Who does he kill? Uh, this is big spoiler town. Big spoiler town, Tennessee. I don't know if you want to know the answer. Ken uh, kills... Oh, I don't know. It's a three-letter name. A three-letter name? Ken kills... Ray. No, Ken kills Ken. Kills himself? Yeah. <gasps> big spoiler town. Whoa. Yeah. Is that why the death's so sad? Yeah. Oh. It's one of the reasons. It's like, yeah. You have to watch it. Um, I'm imagining that one of them has been told they have to kill the other and Ken decides to be the better man and kill himself. That's not too far from the truth, oh, okay. but it's more complicado than that. Okay, complicado. Um, the little boy's sins. Yes, we talked about this. Yeah, the, you said pooping on the floor, yeah. lying and yeah. stealing cookies from the cooking That's jar. That's right. They are actually much... Sadder than that. Oh, okay. uh, being moody. Okay. It's not a sin. It's not a sin. Being bad at maths. Oh, come on. Everyone's bad at maths. <laughs> Except for the people that are good. Yeah, yeah. And being sad. Oh. Yeah, poor little kid. Who writes it for him, though? He himself. writes it to go oh. into confession to tell the priest. That's bad. Yeah, that is bad. Um, so all in all, he did pretty, pretty badly there. Mm. I'll give you like... 25 out of 85. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, for those of you right. just joining this podcast, we, t- for some reason, the first time we ever did this, we had a score out of 85 and we've just sort of arbitrarily kept to it. Yeah. So enjoy that. Uh, finally, I'm going to let you look at a painting, Sean, Ooh. that they look at in the 
in the film in the museum of um paintings in the painting museum yeah so this is the painting it's called the last judgment oh i've seen this painting before do you know anything about it uh yeah sort of i think i studied it in art class it's like or maybe i studied in theater actually it's like a it's like a picture of people being um naughty yeah (laughs) in the like they're they're doing like they're drinking a lot are any of them fucking uh I don't know. They could be. They're they pouring can... some stuff into their mouths. Yeah. Um... Um, well, they're all naked and they're all in like very suggestive positions. Guys, so, so old. What? what they're all. They're all. Suggestive. They're all on. They're all on their knees, basically. Um, but then you've got God over the looking yeah. over. So it's obviously something to do with like everyone's gone mad and doing awful things, and here comes God to save the day. And what do you think the relevance of this painting to the film is? Uh, chaos. And um, and religion. Nice, yeah. I, I'd say it's more chaos and judgment is, uh, the, uh, is okay. the thing. But yeah, pretty cool. I think you did all right. Um, I think now we're going to move on to some dialogue from yes! the film. Where uh, now there will be some very very. I'm just prob- going to wet my palate so that I can get ready for my Irish accent. Oh, yeah, go on, wet your palate. Yeah. Oh, he's got. I thought he was going to do it. He's actually left. He's left the booth. I. He's doing a wee now. That was a very <laughs> short wee. Um, so Sean is wetting his palate and Sean you're going to have to kill some time whilst I get up the script so if you could tell tell me uh, what you think about why the kid was in confession and why, why we see that scene why do we see that scene with well, it's all about uh, judgement isn't it it's all about judgement it's all about uh, forgiveness of sins um, and uh, let me quickly while you find this uh, particular place tell me about something you know how in a podcast they always advertise something halfway through the podcast that sponsor them mm. well I'm going to make that up and say uh, here's an advert by me oh yeah have you ever wanted to uh, swing on a swing but I, do it oh, yeah, in have. a way that's like economically uh, viable and environmentally friendly well this is the swing that does that it's called Swings for the Life. And uh, yeah, we just uh, swing and, you know, I've got one in my house. I've got it's one. changed my life. I had a swing before and it used to hurt my back and yeah. I didn't know how to get on it. It was very difficult and I cried a lot. And now this with one, this new swing, exactly. I've had a new lease of life. That's right. And it's all made of sustainable materials. Mm-hmm. So it's good for the environment. What's it made out of? Uh, bamboo. Nice. And the rope is made out of... Uh, uh, string yep. that's like made of ox's hide. Okay, so it's not vegetarian. No, not vegetarian at all. But it's uh, it's um, definitely feels great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got the first scene here, um, which is where they're looking at that painting. Yeah. Um, remember Irish accents. Yeah. Uh, you can. can be... I just... Yeah. Do you know what? We don't have to do the Irish I... accents. I. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have to not. Ireland. Uh, I was gonna. Okay. Say, I was okay. gonna say something. That, I'll try. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, you're starting this scene, okay. and you're. Say, don't look at the. Gosh. I'm not. Damn I script. didn't look at this. So scene. you're saying you quite like this one. That's the general gist of your first line. Uh, you're Ray. You're Colin okay. Farrell. So remember, if you just stop doing the Irish accent, yeah, we'll just pretend you're Colin Firth. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You should just be Colin. They're Firth. very similar. I'm gonna also try the accent. You're gonna do it. Yeah. All right. Oh, I quite like this one. It's very nice. We should come here more often. That's well, the last judgment judgment day, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and are you going to church this afternoon? Well, it's, you know, the final day on earth when mankind will be judged for all the crimes that they've committed and that. Yeah, exactly. And we're in Bruges. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, where do you want to eat? Purgatory. Purgatory. Oh, that's a very nice place. Let's go there. Tottenham? Yeah, Tottenham Court Road. Why not? I'd like you to tell me something now. Right, I'll tell you something. Would, would you like to know how the... T- <laughs> would you like to know how the fries are so beautiful here? Yes, I'd like to know that. It's because they're cooked in animal fat. I don't know, right? I don't know what, what I believe, you know? I I was brought up believing certain things. I was brought up Catholic, which I more or less rejected most yes, of Yes, yes, and a meat eater. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I, I think we nailed that scene. Yeah. Yeah, it, it came to a really strange end, but uh, I think it was fine. You make me a better person at my accents, because when you do it, I almost have it. And nice. then when I start the scene, it just goes somewhere else. <laughs> it goes all over the UK and Ireland and back. Okay, what we're going to do here is I'm going to let you play a Canadian. Oh, thank God. Because um, I can do that accent yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah per- you've got a perfect Canadian accent. I've always said that about you. So this is where Ray, I'll play Ray, uh, or Colin Farrell or Firth, is uh, on a date. And he's sitting next to a couple. Oh, and yeah. Colin Farrell, so my girlfriend, or the woman I've met, keeps smoking and blowing smoke into this Canadian's face. Oh, this American's face. Mm. Do you know what? Spoiler alert. We think he's American. Turns out he's Canadian. Oh. Big, big joke. Big, big joke. Big fun. Big, big fun. Big fun. Big joke. Big fun. <laughs> I just spelled. Dude, I didn't even notice. I didn't even right. notice. It's just an excuse to touch your neck. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> um, so, uh, me, myself, and uh, Fleur Delacour having dinner. She's blowing loads of smoke, and you're sitting next to us, and you're not happy about it. And okay. you say at one at the start in the first line, you've got to say "fucking unbelievable" at some point. So. Fucking unbelievable. What's fucking unbelievable? Fucking unbelievable that this person doesn't understand that they're even doing something that would piss me off. I said, what's fucking unbelievable? You're just blowing smoke in my vicinity. He pauses, even though he should just hit the cunt, and he repeats, yes, I am talking to you. What's fucking unbelievable? Oh, my God. Irish, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Irish blowing smoke in my face. What do you want to do about it? This is the smoking section. Yeah, and I don't smoke. Uh huh. Isn't that what the Vietnamese used to say? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, back in Nam, they used to say those things too, and I told them the same things. I don't fucking smoke. Yeah, it does. The Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. Good. What are you gonna do about it? Uh, it- Put the cigarette out. Ooh. That's what John Lennon, you Yankee fucking cunt. Wow. You just hit me for John Lennon? Yeah, I did. Massive complicados. <laughs> what? That's the end. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And then and then uh, the, the Canadian's wife comes in with a bottle. So he hits her <gasps> as well. There's a lot of violence in but, this but, film, Sean. What, like, as if she's going to bottle him? Yeah, just hit him. Hit him over the head with a bottle. Okay, Sean, we're going to move on to a scene. You're playing a guy called Yuri, who's really obsessed with alcoves. Now, alcoves, like caves. He loves the word alcoves. <laughs> so Ken goes to visit Yuri, and he's trying to get a gun off Yuri. And Yuri's telling him, giving advice on where to kill people. Okay. You know? And he loves alcoves. Also, he's French, or like, he's Belgian. Can I just clarify what an alcove is? It's like a nook and cranny. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's also what... That comes up, nooks and crannies comes up oh. in, in here. So Yuri is like, I, I think he's he's from Bruges, so he's got like a, 
a Belgian French sort of influence I can accent. Do that. So yeah, you got another one, and I'll muddle through the Irish one again. Okay, you're doing a great job. Thanks, man, but you don't know any better, so no, I don't. <laughs> Neither do I. Okay. Uh, come in. I'm I'm meeting Yuri. Yes, this is Yuri. Okay. Uh, have you got the gun? What's in it for you? Uh, well, I need to get a gun. Harry said I could get ah, a gun. Ah, yes. Let me tell you, it's hidden in an alcove. <laughs> Alcoves? Yes, yes, like a nook and cranny. Yeah? Yes, like, you know, like, like a little little tiny space nook and cranny, you know, like like if if it was in between your elbow or your arm. Al- Alcoves, yeah. Yes, yes, Kinda yes. Kind of like nook and cranny. Yeah, like a nook and cranny. That's exactly what I said, yeah. yes. So, could you find it? I think so. Are you saying that the gun's hidden in your arm? Yes, it's hidden in my arm. Oh, could I have it then? What do you want to do with it? I, I gotta shoot, you know, I gotta shoot Ray. Right, okay, yes. Well, let me tell you how to do it. Okay. Yes, so you you, you, you take him out, you wine, you dine, you, you make him feel I'll comfortable. Take him out for dinner. Yes, yes, you make him feel good. You, you, like a date, you know, like you go out and then suddenly you, you, you say, oh, I go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> then you go to the toilet and you take out the Why, gun. What's so funny, Yuri? This is, then, you're talking about killing a man. Yes, I know, but I like doing it. I like the nooks and crannies. Right. Okay. I like to kill of course. men. Okay, I'm going to fucking do it. You're going to do it. It's what I Promise do. Promise me. It's what I do. It's great. I can't wait. Good, thanks. You, you come back here. Once you've done it, you tell me exactly what you've done. No, that's not how murders work. I'm not going to tell anyone. Oh, well, this is always the way. Sorry, my phone just went off. Hello, Harry, is that you? Yes. Yes, this is me, yeah. Uh, I, I was just meeting Yuri. He talks a lot about the nooks and the crannies. Oh yeah, he loves nooks and crannies. Yeah. Did he tell you about the? Uh, did he tell you about the gun? Y- yeah, he told me about the gun. Did he tell you to go blow yeah. people's heads. Yeah. What did he say? What did he say to do? He said he said to take him out and wine and dine. Oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, wine really? and dine him. But that's in a really bit of mall. Yeah, yeah, mall free. Get that beer that tastes like sick, and then uh, go to the toilet, and then bang. Oh Jesus. Okay. Thanks, Harry. I'll speak to you soon. No problem. Have a nice uh, life. Bye. That is actually exactly what happens in the film. Wow. That was like really, 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 well, really. You actually get a phone call from Harry? No. Oh. No, it's just because my thing went That would have been a dream. That would have been a dream. So, well, what's next? I don't know. I'm, gonna... I'm actually... Can I do another infomercial? While yes, you if work? you could do another yeah. infomercial whilst okay. I work out exactly what I'm going to do. So, this is an infomercial about uh, eyebrows. If you're looking for eyebrows that really say something about your personality, then... Go no further than Eyebrows for Eyebrows. It's a new shop uh, just down the road from you. Uh, Anywhere you are, around the corner, just go in there and ask them, I'm looking for some eyebrows. They're perfect, aren't they, Will? Perfect eyebrows. Speaking of which, this scene involves some perfect eyebrows. This is the final scene that we're going to do. Colin Colin Farrell actually has pretty good eyebrows. He does. He He also goes to Eyebrows for Eyebrows. Yeah, that's where he got them from. It's very expressive. So, right, it's Ray and Ken here. Ken coming up behind Ray to shoot him. What stops... What stops Ken shooting Ray? Um, 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 Ken is... Uh, he, he's loyal. He's, they're brothers. Oh, they're brothers. Uh, more brothers. But they have the same... So, wait, hold on. <laughs> so they're brothers, brothers as well. Everywhere. And so they killed... Ray killed Ken's mum and Harry's mum. Yeah. And Very okay. incestuous. Well, actually, the reason that he actually stops is because he's about to shoot him. And then Ray is about to shoot himself. So that's what's happened. So... Uh, Ray has about Ray's about to shoot himself. You're going to play Ray, mm-hmm. and I'm Ken, who comes up behind you. 
So raise about So you say, your first line is fucking hell, where the fuck did you come from? And you can do it in your own voice. Should we just do it in our own voices for now? I feel like, yeah. We I feel like, yeah, okay, okay. And a three, two, one, act. Fucking hell, where did you come from? I, I was behind a tree. What the fuck are you doing, Ray? You scared the life out of me. I was just about to do something and then you scared the life out of me. Nothing. Nothing what? I, 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 no, I, you were going to kill yourself. Yes, I was. And you came in right at the wrong moment. No, no, I didn't. You did? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Oh, you did. I, was, I, was, I had the gun in my mouth. It was all going well. Look, and then you, then you came in at the wrong moment. Look, can we, can, we just, can we just get out of the bloody rain, please? Yes, come into this shop. Okay, they're going, ding, to, the, they're going ding, to the shop. Ding, 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 ding. Hello! I, I wasn't going to go through with it. Yuri, stay out of this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yuri, another time, please. Listen... What do you mean you weren't going to go through with it? Look, a friend of Harry's gave me the gun. Wasn't Yuri, was it? A friend of Harry's. <sighs> oh, okay. I know this person. I know this person. And you wanted to kill me. You're not getting your gun back. You're a suicide case. <gasps> I'm not. I promise I won't do it again. Look, yeah. we, we can move on with life. We can get on You're with not it. getting the gun back. What do you mean? Come on, give, give it back to me. Listen, I'm going to give you some money and put you on a train somewhere. I don't want to go on a train. You can't go back to England, Ray. You'll be a dead man. No, it's fine. It's fine. Look, just give it a comeback. We'll get on the train together. We'll do it. We'll, we'll be fine. Then save the next little boy. I promise I'll save that little boy. Do anything, Ray. Do anything. Just keep moving. I'll and keep moving. Don't through. ever go home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll write a letter. Yeah. Ding-ling, ding-ling. Sure, I, I think the film is much better than we're the script is much better than we made it sound just then I think that's okay we we our interpretation is what it is um so Sean that is the end of the podcast I think because mm. we're coming up to we, we've gone we've run over yeah that's all right we've run over that's okay we don't get extra time in this exam no we don't no so I think finally I'd like you to wrap up what in Bruges is about and when I say rap mm. I do mean rap Okay. In Bruges, there's lots of guns and violent swans and things to come. When I'm in Bruges, I go down canals. Colin Farrell has the eyebrows from eyebrows for you because he likes to go to the zoo. Zoos in Bruges, there probably is one with animals and lots of animal fat. Yeah! Lots of people die at the end. That was pretty much it. Are you yeah. going to watch the film? Yes, definitely. Yeah? If you could uh, have the writer of this film write one character for you, uh, what would you be? Oh, well, I mean, that's I have actually been in uh, two plays that he's written. Obviously oh. not when he wrote them, but like we did them at yeah, uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote a play called The Lonesome West that me and my friend did very questionable. Um, I almost said Scottish accents because that's how bad our Irish accents were. Okay. Um, but that is about two brothers fighting. He's just so good at writing people like cooped up in situations that they can't really escape from and going a bit stir crazy with Bulelli. it. Um, he writes is a uh, yeah he writes very good characters. Um, okay. So I would I, I would just love to be his, his most recent play at the uh, the national not the national at the Bridge Theatre was described to me as wanky racism, <laughs> which oh, really? I think is quite that he he's got some a lot of problems with his writing but character development and character building wise he writes really interesting characters. So yeah. I, I would sort of like to be I'd like to be a bartender who um, murders his customers. Yes. That's a good film. What would you call it? Uh, I'd call it The Bartender. Oh, yeah? And I would play the little boy who everyone thinks is innocent but has a jackknife. Jackknife? Yeah. What's a jackknife? Like a little tiny Do you mean jackfruit? Knife. 
No. Oh. What's jackfruit? Jackfruit. It's like it's like the knife that jacks use. Is it, is it what Jack in the Boxes eat? I think we've sort of reached the end, haven't we? Yeah, we have definitely. Any concluding thoughts? Uh, very good. Looking forward to seeing the film. Goodbye. Thank you.